Warning, we're not medical professionals. We're just two gross weirdos fascinated by bodily functions who read too much WebMD. This podcast will contain some pretty gross content, so listen at your own risk. Gross Podcast. Jessica and we have our friends Lisa and Jess here. Hello. Hey. <laughs> We're gonna talk about hair today, but first let's do body check-ins. Okay. Jessica, uh, how's your body? I hurt my tooth this week um, <laughs> in the stupidest way where I basically bit my tooth with my other tooth and uh, moved it forward <gasps> and I thought I broke my tooth. <laughs> Um, but it, then I left work to go get an x-ray from the dentist and they were like, you're fine. Um, go home. And it, I am on a soft diet, but I haven't gotten, <laughs> I have not gotten black hairy tongue yet. <laughs> okay. Which, that happens on a soft diet. Yeah. That's one of the ways oh. you can get black hairy tongue. Yeah. So I was kind of hoping. Your tooth, your tooth was sort of situated like. Like, kind of over, like, behind another tooth, and it got, like, pushed to the other side? Yeah, so my top teeth went behind my bottom teeth um, no. in a way that they're never supposed to do. I was, like, mm. eating a French fry. There was <laughs> no reason why this <laughs> should have happened. Um, and then it pushed my second, or, like, my, I don't know why it's second. I don't know why the left one would be first. My right hand front tooth on the bottom it pushed it in front of the other tooth that is next to it Ugh. and it was very very painful and it is still painful and but i ate solid food for the first time yesterday and the last four days yeah <laughs> um which was nice and i realized that what sucks about a soft diet is you like literally miss the mouth feel of food like your mouthfeel is real you like start being like i need to chew something oh man i feel that too i i have had a tooth issue for almost six months because i had a whole bunch of cavities filled on the same side of my mouth on the upper and the lower parts because i get tons of cavities because i have bad teeth but um not me i had fluoride in my water (laughs) it's pretty complex for them to do on the top and on the bottom because they can't match your bite up to the way it used to be. Because they're just, like, creating, like, a whole new bite for you. And I, they they didn't do a good enough job of it. So that side of my mouth hurts when I bite down on things or when there's, like, a, a seed or something hard on that side. Mm-hmm. And I kept being like, I got to go back to the dentist. I got to go back and have them fix it. I don't want to wait until my next six-month checkup. And lo and behold, I just got the postcard that it's time for that. And I'm like, man, I have been dealing with this for six months. Like, 
Mm. I'm such a bad adult, but... Oh, no, I mm. never talk to my dentist. I just, yeah. like, ghost them constantly. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to go get my teeth fixed, though, because it hurts. And I'm not sure even what they can do about it at this point, but... Tell you to floss. <laughs> Probably. I pulled uh, an almost all-nighter again, like I was in school, to get... The, the this big tax project done for a nonprofit I've been on the board of for just a few short months, and I stayed up until four o'clock to get things done, and then had to get up at like six something for work, and it has been taking a toll on my body. I feel like I was used to that, and I, I could function pretty well on it, and now I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna get fired because I can't get anything done. I forgot how to do this, but um, luckily, I think I, I think I caught up. But other than that, my body's been pretty great. <laughs> how about you guys? Uh, fell asleep with my left foot propped up onto a table last week, <laughs> <laughs> and I bruised my heel. <laughs> and then the next day, I fell asleep with the middle of my other foot propped up on the edge of the same table and bruised the. Uh, arch of that foot. Oh, that sounds like it hurts. So yeah, I hobbled around like an old man for almost an entire week. And then yesterday was the first day that it started to feel better. Aww. I'm glad you're feeling better. Yeah. What? Why are you falling asleep on tables? Because I get up extremely early <laughs> and I work in the weed industry, so... Boo-boo's tired. <laughs> exactly. Boo-boo's sleepy. <laughs> Lisa, how's your body doing? My body is sucking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got into two car accidents in the last three months. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, um, that's real. I got rear-ended in January and then hit by a driver coming out of a parking lot, like, in March. And so I'm having neck pain and lower back pain, and oh. I have a lot of appointments to go to all of the time. So, yeah, pretty bummed about that. But... It's slowly getting better. I'm yeah. having bad shoulder pains today. And it really hurts to, like, get up and down. I'm always like, Ugh. Every time. It's like you can't get up without the noise. That's true. And we made you sit on the floor. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So no. <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> it's if, normal. <laughs> if you can get anyone to uh, prescribe you an ultrasound... Mm-hmm. Um, that did wonders for me when I had, um, uh-huh. what do you call it? Whiplash. Uh-huh. Um, that was like the only thing that made me feel better. Good to know. Good yeah. To know. Apparently I it's therapeutic. Bring that up. Yeah. Cool. I think it costs a bunch of money. So like doctors aren't apt right. to do that, but I like went to a physical <laughs> therapist and they like did this massage while they were like doing an ultrasound on my neck. Yeah. And it's not like they need to actually like do the ultrasound part of it. It's just something about whatever's you know, like the waves or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think my physical therapist actually has one of those. I just yeah. think yeah. he might not have used it on me yet because he's been using uh, something called Cenar. It's like a weird like I don't I honestly don't know what it is. It like tingles and it feels weird and he just like rubs it on me a bunch. <laughs> and I'm like, well, he's like he's like he turns it on. He's like, do you feel the tingling yet? And I'm like. Yes. <laughs> and it just feels like uh, pins and needles. And you're like, it's just, yeah. Ooh. Don't want to wear metal around it, I guess. And <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But then you got to get a rub from it. And yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's 
feels a little bit better afterward. Like a mini MRI or something? I think, I yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. Whoa. It's, yeah. Look it up. Senar. S-E-N-A-R. Sweet. It's interesting. <laughs> I definitely had ultrasound done on my wrist when I was getting physical therapy for it, and I think that helped. Mm-hmm. So... I wish, I mean, it seems like those machines are pretty small. I wonder, like, when we're going to get our own handheld version. Right? Oh, my God, I would love it. Yes. Because it doesn't, I mean. <laughs> I'd probably give myself cancer or something. I was, I was going to say. I was like, <laughs> are they dangerous? Is there too much ultrasound? <laughs> ultrasound vibrator. Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, when is that going to happen? There is an insertion stick for ultrasound. I yeah, know, I do I know by experience. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I think so, we talked about yeah. that last episode, too. <laughs> Hitachi cross-marketing awesome. or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we wanted to talk about a few different hair-related things today. And yes. some of them are, I want to say, extra gross. So <laughs> there's no shame in being sensitive. Right. Just listen to your body. Listen to your gag reflex. <laughs> Although, <laughs> if you need to opt out, don't worry about it. If we could get a recording of somebody barfing from our podcast. <laughs> like, there's a little garbage can cool. around here somewhere. Yeah. Where it at? <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably be the first person to barf because this really grosses me out. <laughs> oh, that's a bad sound. <laughs> well... <laughs> If anyone needs it. <laughs> if you need to spew, spew in this. Maybe sure it's, yeah. it's just Otter Pop wrappers right now. It's fine. I think I'm petting Bjorn too much, and there's just going to be bell sounds in the background That's of this fine. whole episode. But, I did oh. barf into a garbage can once, and it had a whole bunch of cat hair in it from, no. like, brushing the cats. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant your barf. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> it mixed. <laughs> like, I barfed up cat hair. Yeah. But definitely, like, seeing the cat hair in the garbage can and seeing it mixed into my puke, like, made me barf a lot more than I would have. Yeah. So. <laughs> but when you really have to barf, there it is surprising the places you will barf. Yeah. Like, when I used to drink way, way, way too much and would just barf in, like horrible bathrooms and like <laughs> you'd be like hugging the toilet and, like oh, in no. no other circumstance you're like there's a pube next to my cheek but I can't stop barfing oh. <laughs> yeah no alcohol's cool kids now that we primed you for that let's talk about the like less gross thing first uh Lisa do you want to talk to us about lice sure yes yes I do <laughs> um what do you want to know well, let's start off. So we um, we tapped Lisa for this episode because she is a hairstylist by trade. How do you prefer to be yeah. hairstylist? Okay, hairdresser, hairstylist, hair so, artist, hair artist, Ooh. artist extraordinaire. <laughs> she has a lot more exposure to hair and scalps than the rest of us. Yeah, and some experience with lace. Yep, not many, not many experiences yet. Um, <laughs> Mostly my own, uh, not as a hairdresser. Don't worry, I'm not going to work with lice. Um, but as a child, I had a lot of lice. We went to a big school and had a lot of lice in our family because we also had a big family, and we just passed it on to each other all the time. I think my parents were very pissed all the time about that. Um, and then yeah, 
only one other time with a friend's kid. <laughs> so thank God that's it. Um, yeah. So far, not so bad. Uh, I guess the first time I had that experience with my friend's kid, I was doing her hair off the clock and I was at their house <laughs> and I was like getting ready to like color her hair and I was like parting it and I was like, okay, yeah, let's do this. Are you ready for this? And she was like, yeah. And then I saw like this like weird bunch of dandruffy looking stuff, but it was like a lot of it. <laughs> and it seemed like a nest maybe of some sort. And you can always tell it's different than dandruff because it stays in one place and it's almost like just off the surface of the scalp, like they're being suspended like little nests yeah um and so (laughs) do they make little nests or does it just look like that they don't make necessarily nests but they do um they attach their eggs to like the shaft of the hair that's very close to the follicle your hair is kind of like a natural nest isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lice nest. It is it is its own lice nest. <laughs> if you allow them in. But yeah. So yeah, so I noticed that and I was like, uh-oh. And then I started like just checking it and then I saw a few little like dudes like running around and I was like, "Oh shit. <laughs> That's lice." So I was like, "I really hate to be the bearer of bearer of bad news, but um you definitely have lice and I'm not doing this." for you today <laughs> and so I made her mom treat her while I stood across the kitchen and or whatever their dining room and uh instructed her how to treat it and I made her use I think it was Nyx like the chemical stuff mm-hmm. that I now know is probably not the best idea for everyone because it apparently can cause like some bad issues mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah anyways so that was my experience with lice more recently than not and like the first time while I was actually doing hair and that was thankfully not in the salon it was I repeat not in the salon yeah because if you have to like if somebody comes into the salon with lice like you shuffle them out pretty quick yeah oh absolutely yeah even if they say that they recently had lice or maybe their kid recently did, I'm like, I always say, like, I'm actually going to just check to make sure because if you have it, like, I can't do your service today yeah. and it's nothing against you. It's just, like, we can't have that in the salon because people can get it very easily. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So that's basically what I tell people. Um. And it's always been good. I had another little girl come to me who just recently had lice and was like, I want to get my hair cut off. And I was like, okay. And then her mom was like, um, yeah, she just like, we just treated her for lice like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, uh, so I checked it anyways. Cause you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> just to be safe, but yeah, it was good. Um, but yeah, so pretty, pretty good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually how I found out that I had lice as a yeah. kid. It's mm-hmm. like, it totally had not shown any symptoms and yeah. Parents took me to get a haircut, and yeah. they were like, "You have lice," and I was like, "Cool, I had no idea." Like, yep, it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. Well, so I was reading about it a little bit, and I we think of lice as being really itchy, and I think automatically we assume that's just because they're crawling around on our scalp, and we get the creepy crawlies from that. But they're actually itchy because we have a hypersensitivity to their saliva. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe you don't have that sensitivity. Oh no, to it, it got itchy. Okay, but that could have also <laughs> been because they told me I had lice. Because we went home and treated it, but then all yeah, of a sudden you're like, they said I had lice. Yeah, yeah. You like manifest. Yeah, the well, creepy crawling. Symptoms. Totally, yeah. and especially when someone mentions it, everyone's like starts getting itchy. Like uh-huh. I talk talk about it and I get itchy. Yeah, and I'm like, oh no, somebody check me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like when yeah. there's like a. I work with a lot of people who um, deal with homelessness, and there was like a bed bugs and lice outbreak at mm-hmm. the mission. And when our clients were coming in and talking about that, like everybody was like, as soon as they got out with the clients, because of course you don't want to make this obvious, like when you're working with somebody, you just like went back into your office and you're like itching yourself, and you're like, I can't stop. <laughs> like, just talking about it. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. So lice can't, they're, they're pretty, like, movement limited. They can't, like, fly or jump nope. or hop. So they just would have to crawl from one person to another. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I know. That's exactly. creepier. I really thought they hopped from head to head. Well, like, fleas. They yeah, don't. That's why yeah. you can Which you is good. stand across the room right. and be safe. Exactly. Um, unless you sit down on, like, somebody's sofa or yep. something where they can hang out. Yep. Um, just the idea of it, like, crawling up you. Yeah. Which... It's really gross. The other thing about lice is they even, like, even if you, like, comb them out of someone's hair and they're alive at that point and, like, they fall to the ground or, like, they just fall off of you, they can live off of a body, off of somebody, like, they can live, like, on their own for about three days. So even when you've treated it and, like all of that, like the ones that have fallen off and are like just rolling around on your couch or your your floor or in your hairbrush drawer. <laughs> Those are alive for about three days. So mm-hmm. that's another way to kind of recontract it, even if you have treated it. Yeah. So just, yeah, that's, that's kind of a bummer because, yeah, <laughs> it's really hard to get rid of. Yeah, I feel like if I got it, I would be like, okay, like, gonna pack up and go live in a hotel for five days yeah. or something and just let everything in my apartment die bring home bed bugs instead yeah no. probably that's not funny it's actually that would be terrible yeah. but i remember being so sad because we had to throw away all of my scrunchies no <laughs> can't you just wash you could them, wash with them. Hot water yeah. I think my mom just wanted to get rid of everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess you could repurchase those things. <laughs> she was like, come on, it's almost the 2000s. Right. Like, yeah. Get rid of your scrunchies. We need to get rid of scrunchies. But scrunchies are back now. It's true. We should have hung on to really blood scrunchies. Yeah. <laughs> could I have had vintage scrunchies? from the 90s being back. Um, did anybody else watch that new Backstreet Boys video? No, oh. but I heard about it. <laughs> Obviously Happens. unrelated to this podcast. It was great. The Backstreet Dads. They're back Backstreet like Dads. they're back like lice. No. <laughs> it's related. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well. Okay. Sorry. Do, you, do we have cool lice facts? Um, okay, well, the first one was definitely that they live off the body for about three days. <laughs> That's a cool lice fact. <laughs> um, apparently, they have breathing holes all over their body, and ah. so the way to really kill them off is to, like, use an insecticide to, like, obviously, like, just kill them. <laughs> or you can suffocate them. 
And a lot of people do this by using olive oil treatments. So they'll slather their hair in an olive treatment, like, or just olive oil, and then put, like, a shower cap on and then leave it on overnight. And then you have to use a lice comb to, like, comb it all out. And that can be pretty effective, but you have to, like, really be, you know, pretty uh, tedious on that. <laughs> or Is that whatever. the same reason that people say you can use coconut oil? Yeah, I think yep. do this Yeah, thing. I think most oils can do that. Um, and then also, what else is there? Oh, tea tree, tea tree oil, people say, is um, good for treating it, but it actually isn't. It's more of a repellent. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't like the smell of it. So if you know someone that has it, like it's or like or like in an area, like a school that a lot of the kids have it, you can put that on your body or your scalp or both, mm-hmm. and that will help to deter them from attacking you or maybe just like adopt that scent of dr bronner's mm-hmm. your lifestyle <laughs> exactly well, i feel like the oil it either kills it or like also deters it because um i remember at a shelter that i worked at there was a black family and they already were putting coconut oil in uh-huh. like all the kids hair and so totally. like the kid they were the only kids that didn't get lice yeah because they already had coconut oil right. in their hair well, and oils in the hair can ha- make it harder for them to move around. So, And they like clean hair, actually. That's another fact. Is huh. Lice are not because you're dirty. It's because they mm-hmm. like clean hair and they live off of human blood. So it's a really, like, simple thing. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, like, you gross, you're sicko or anything like, like that. You like, so you don't shower or anything. Yeah. 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 Like, your people can be hygienic and definitely absolutely get it. So maybe that's why I only got lice once because I have like such oily hair. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, possibly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was actually a protection mechanism. Yeah. Um, also using high heat blow drying to um, kill and detach the eggs that are left over or to also kill them um, that can help prevent and keep them away. Ooh. So that's another thing to know. Um, yeah. yeah. Some pretty cool things. <laughs> um, I looked into pubic lice. Yes. Are, like, of the same family. They're also insects. Um, and they also live off your blood. And pubic lice are known as crabs as well because their their bodies are a little bit shorter and they have bigger front arms with claws on them. So they actually look like tiny crabs. Um, and side note, like, all kinds of animals and birds and even fish can get lice. I didn't know that there mm-hmm. were fish lice. Oh. Um, and they're crustaceans. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so they have, like, little shells, yeah. too. But they're still part of the same family. I don't understand how that works. But they look really creepy. They look, like, gelatinous. Yeah. Um, fish but lice. All these different <laughs> lice... <laughs> All these different lice have, um, they, they, they are like specialized species by the, the size of their claws. Like they're sized (laughs) specifically for different sizes of hair shaft. So Ah. like you have scales. Oh yes. Fish lice, (laughs) probably entirely different mechanism. So your head lice are designed for your, your head hair shaft. And we have body lice that we can get as well, which are even tinier. And they like to live on the little, like, um, 
pill you like on your abdomen and stuff mm-hmm. and your super fine hairs and pubic lice love your like big chunky hairs <laughs> your big chunky pubes and if you get lice like on your eyelashes or in your armpits um or like in your beard which can happen those are totally pubic lice because that is the size of hair that they are looking for. Those are not oh, head lice wow. that fell off. Those are pubic lice that crawled up. Crabs on your eyelid. Yep. Crabs on your Whoa. eyelid. How was it contracted? Do you know? Uh, well, you, you sexually. Know well, obviously that. Too. But I mean, like, what if, uh, I don't know, you just all of a sudden, like, oh, wow, I have brow lice. Like, how? <laughs> You're ironically and, like, wearing. Maybe I haven't, like, yeah, no. <laughs> touched anything or anyone's thing like in a while i'm sure that there are freak occurrences like if you're um trying on clothes or something oh yeah it could it could have happened or or a couch at a coffee shop i mean i guess like you'd hope that somebody's pubic lice would be wrapped up a little bit better than head lice normally is but i'm sure there are all sorts of ways that it can transfer are there giant lice that just hang on to dreadlocks? <laughs> they're just like, they're like face suckers. <laughs> they like a, start evolving. <laughs> no, but oh there are um, there are treatment resistant lice. So that could be in our future. Yep. They could evolve and take over. Yep. Yeah, that's Gross. another thing with lice is there are such thing as super lice now because of the over treatment. Or overuse of um, insecticides. Mm-hmm. They've developed like a... <laughs> a resistance. A resistance, yes. Um, they're, they're part of the resistance. <laughs> <laughs> Little lice comrades. Um, the, the population of pubic lice, as far as we can tell, though, has kind of dropped off, at least in the... Um, in the United States and more westernized countries, as a lot of people are removing most or all of their pubic hair, there just isn't as much of an environment for them as there used to be. So um, we don't have as many of them. So maybe those will die off at some point. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but pubic lice are also the reason that we have merkins, which are one of my favorite things, and that is a pubic hair wig. And that is something that was created in the 1400s. Um, when it was still super cool to have a big bush, it was healthy looking and, um, we also didn't have very many treatments for lice because, uh, we were not so practiced at chemistry back then. And the pretty much the only way to treat crabs or head lice was to shave your hair off. Um, and so people would wear these pubic hair wigs to either to present the appearance of being healthier and not having had lice or just to like personally feel more comfortable. (laughs) Like it made them feel like, I don't know, it was like a a boost to their self-esteem to feel like they had their hair intact. Um, But for prostitutes, especially who were kind of forced to work, sorry, um, for sex workers who were forced to work regardless of their health status, they would wear merkins to um, present the appearance that they were healthy. So um, they would be made out of animal fur or human hair um, or uh, who knows, probably some really creative materials. Huh. Isn't that ironic that now in the sex industry, you're basically expected to not have pubic hair? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder. Hmm. 
Well, I don't wonder anything. I know why. <laughs> People are weird. Not weird. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> preferences. Preferences, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I'm pretty, like, pro-pubes. Yeah. But, the like, I was thinking, I was like, well, what if everybody shaved their pubes? Like, what if we were just like, okay, everybody on Earth, let's just, <laughs> just do this once. We're just all going to shave our pubes, and then, like, pubic lice would be gone. If we, What if we could coordinate that kind of effort? That'd be a lot of ingrown hairs and yeah. itching below yeah. the belt. Yeah, yeah. I know. Would. That's why I don't. So. Yeah, me too. But could you take one for the team? Sure. Like, handle a week of itching to completely eradicate pubic lice? Yes. Yeah. I don't think yeah. it's possible to get everyone on earth to do the exact same thing no, no. otherwise we'd not. be a really cool world by now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really cool unless we could do this one thing and then we could use that as an example like remember that time <laughs> don't forget the crabs <laughs> and then we, what do you we have the, like whatever's the equivalent of anti-vaxxers though mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> No pubes. I actually think pube lice is good for my children. Um, it builds up an immunity system. If you don't get pube lice, you're at risk for autism. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, for your health. I'm sure there are plenty of people who produce treatments for crabs who would also not be into that idea. So, you know, capitalism, it'll never yeah. happen. I think we've come for Jenny McCarthy, or I have come for Jenny McCarthy in every single uh, one of these episodes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fight me. <laughs> I wonder if she has ever performed in a Merkin. I don't think so. Do they exist much anymore? <laughs> they do. Mm. Actually, that was one thing I meant to mention. Thank you. I believe their most common use now in popular culture is on actresses in big movies because... Even oh. though you can show a dick in a movie and it can still get an R rating, you cannot show somebody's vulva in a movie and get an R rating. It, it automatically makes it NC-17, or you have to release it as unrated in, like, small theaters. So a lot of these women, like, do get Brazilians or just completely shave everything or have it all lasered off or whatever, um... And they have to wear Merkins for sex scenes in order to make sure the movie can still get an R rating and get widely released. So, hmm. I'm sure there are very fancy Merkins that you can purchase today. I want to meet the person <laughs> whose job is to, like... The Merkin maker? Individually. <laughs> the Merkin maker. Oh, my God. I would God. watch that documentary. What if that's my calling? <laughs> yeah. I was, like, thinking wigs. Now I'm, like, definitely Merkins. Yeah. Like, that's cool. <laughs> individually place the hairs. Not a bad like... idea. Thank you. That's, like, this like... is really not related, but um, I went down this weird YouTube rabbit hole of uh, women who make... New, like fake newborn babies oh yeah oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and they like it's real yeah they like put in all of the hairs mm-hmm. like one by yep. one they like paint them and then they like make videos of themselves caring for them like oh my god is this little... like the real doll for women they yeah. don't fuck it ah! to my knowledge <laughs> they just love it and they have conventions. They have yeah, conventions yeah. where, like, thousands of women with lifelike baby dolls will meet up and what? pretend to be mothers with each other. Wait. 
This was on an episode of Friends. <laughs> what? It Am I wrong? I Am so I wrong? It's been sure around Joey, that long. Joey, yeah. epi- Joey dates a woman who has a doll that she pretends is a baby, and he thinks that she's like a hot mom. Ooh. And then, like, they're dating, right? I think so. Oh my gosh, like it seems so real. <laughs> like it just happened. Like I just watched like, it. <laughs> yeah, she has a doll. I think that was on that. I'm pretty know. sure We've it was an episode of Friends. Crappy sitcoms, yeah, is that so. was in the later half of Friends? Yeah, like mid to late. Okay. I believe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I don't want to, like, <laughs> yeah. shame people, but I definitely don't understand it. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. totally. It's like. Um, Each their own. Yeah. Do you have anything else about Merkins? <laughs> I don't have anything else about Merkins. Or. Oh, so lice mostly are just a nuisance by themselves, but they can also carry epidemics of stuff like typhus and other bacterial Mm. diseases. So another reason to be wary of them. Could you still get pubic lice if you wore a merkin? Like, would they cling to the merkin? (laughs) Most likely, I can imagine. If they could still access your blood, probably. Bummer. Yeah. But, you know, at least the merkin would be pretty easy to treat. Yeah. Just wash it. In wow. a lot of way. Water? I don't know. I mean, I guess hmm. in the 1400s, it was also probably <laughs> really hard to wash things in hot water, so. Yeah, true. Interesting. It just mm. sucked. You just had to, to shave everything. Go find the merkin maker. Go get a new merkin. <laughs> I wonder if it's like a merkin. A Merkin milliner or something? <laughs> a Merkin cobbler? No, that's not right. A mobbler. A mobbler. <laughs> that is what you should call yourself when you do it. A mobbler. <laughs> yeah. I was convinced that my brother had lice for a long time, um, but it was just these little beetles we had in our pantry that were eating flour and stuff. Mm, oh, yeah, green, green beetles. And we had a bathroom right next to the pantry, and they were somehow, like, getting in there, so I used uh, to see them, like, on the bathroom counter and stuff, and I was like, Mark, you have lice, and you're not telling anybody, and we have to deal with it. And this went on for, like, six months, and finally my parents were like, stop. <laughs> like, stop getting angry at your brother. He doesn't have lice. <laughs> But it also took us that long to deal with an infestation of bugs in our pantry. So yeah, definitely. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Let's talk about some grosser stuff. Are we going to talk okay. about dreadlocks first? Go for Ooh, it. Oh, dreadlocks. And then tell us, some tell us all about <laughs> the time you had dreadlocks, Jess. So, uh, I used to be a gross white person with dreadlocks. Um, <laughs> it kind of formed as a mat, and then I just tore them into chunks, like, <laughs> thick in between... <laughs> Index finger and fist-sized lumps of human fur <laughs> affixed upon my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had them for a couple years. Um, I was an idiot. Uh, cut them off, which was a very good thing. Kept them around um, in a plastic bag. What? Really? Made a noise cassette and sewed them onto the cassettes and... <laughs> Mill them away. <laughs> um, yeah. And then also I had them a second time after that. And I think that was in like 2007. And um, only for like a couple months. And like I totally did the like putting goo in your hair kind of dreads. 
<laughs> and uh, it oh, yeah. created sort of a like dry rot system in the middle of my hair. Oh, no. So when I cut them, yeah, I don't know what it was, if it was like dead skin and filth or if it was my hair itself, but there was like a slime sheen in the middle of my dreadlocks. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, they were slimy inside? Inside they were slimy. And I'm pretty sure, like, it, I was really foul. Like, I had really bad hygiene, so it could have just been that. Um, could I would blame the dreads. <laughs> been, they were, like, moist on the inside of them forever. Because Pacific Northwest rain. I don't know. Like, it was, it was a bad scene. I think the first time that you told me that, you described it as a liquid core. Yeah, liquid core. Yeah, it was like a gusher, actually. That would be a good way to put it. Like, if you no, squeezed no, no. the dread really hard, it like... dreads it? Yeah, it was like a, a popping video for a dreadlock, like, if you squeezed oh. them hard. Oh, I bet that's a thing. But like, what kind of like what color was the liquid, and how like what was the uh, consistency? Uh, now I want to know. I sorry. I sorry. Uh, it's like brown sour cream. Oh yeah, that's true. That's why yes. is it always food? Right, it is, it's my life food. with this guy. Holy mother of God. <laughs> Terrible. Would you have dated him if you knew that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> Actually, recently read the beginning of a book called Stiff by Mary Roach. I don't know if anybody's heard of it or no. read it yet. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of comparisons to like maggots looking like rice, but it's it's all about basically like studies on how the body is treated either scientifically or like whatever when your body's donated after you when you die so oh, what happens to the cadavers yeah lady? yeah so yeah it, there was a lot of that in there and she compared a lot of things to food and i was like oh i like i just couldn't read it anymore <laughs> but my friend gave it to me and she was like i think you'd really like this this is a really awesome book it's really gross but like it's totally up your alley and i was like cool yeah and then i just like was so sick to my stomach and every time i look at rice i was like i can't eat that but then i did and then it was fine i just stopped reading the book and kept eating rice <laughs> It was terrible. In, Anyways. In my lice research, I found a lot of pictures where people had put dry grains of rice in their hair to make it look like fake lice. Huh. And I couldn't figure out why, because there's a vast size difference. Yeah. But for some reason, it's a comparison there as well. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why. Uh-huh. Maybe it's smaller than a grain of rice. Yeah. So you can't see them It's usually. way smaller than a <laughs> grain of rice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So itchy right now. Have you ever had lice, Jess? I've never had lice. What? Yeah. Because you're so. What's that? Because apparently your hair is so dirty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It isn't now, but back then it was very disgusting hair. Um, And probably that, like, it was probably like so anaerobic in there that the lice were like, no. (laughs) They didn't want to dry, like, drown in the center of my hair. (laughs) Totally. It could have been like a slip and slide, though. Oh, yeah, maybe. (laughs) Like, probably be more like those sticky fly traps or something. I feel like it would be like 
the slime from like Double Dare. Like, <laughs> you'd be like you're burrowing into something, and then you're in a vat of that and a flea. <laughs> yeah, poor little guys. When we were doing the research, Girl Jess mice. was looking up really other gross things about dreadlocks. Do you want to share anything that you yeah. found? Yeah. So there's this thing called a dread train, which is where white people with dreadlocks tie their dreads together and then walk around being really dank. But um, there, is there like a, is it like, um, is there a point to it? No. Is it like a conga line or something? Oh yeah. No, there was a description. Human centipede. There was a description of it being a dank conga line oh, no. in a YouTube video oh, that I saw. Oh my god. And yeah, it was a bunch of nasty hippies smoking weed with their dreadlocks tied together while they were walking on a beach. Uh, <laughs> also, there was a man with dreadlocks that were about six feet long that <laughs> <laughs> had an extreme case of head lice and uh, he was using mayonnaise to try to kill them and it wasn't working, uh. but... When he went to the hospital, he would only allow them to put mayonnaise in his hair. And the hospital was like, this doesn't work. We need to comb him out or use a chemical or something. And he was like, no, I'm good. And they're like, all right, goodbye. And that's the extent of the scholarly article that I read about dreadlocks and head lice. So if you ever see the man with six foot long dreads, beware. Wasn't it one dread? No. Oh, oh, okay. It was like a thousand <laughs> wispy ones. Oh. Oh. Beware that he still has lice. <laughs> yeah, he's out there somewhere. <laughs> well, they must have been clean dreads. I know the mayonnaise probably made them like really s- silky and soft, like yeah. well conditioned yeah. lice dreads. <laughs> I thought it was the picture you showed us of the guy with the like body pillow sized one dread. Oh, yeah. There's also that uh, dread. <laughs> Block sleeping mats. Just think about that while you go to sleep tonight. Dreadlock sleeping mats. Six inch thick dreadlock. Uh-huh. The width and length of your body with which you lay your body upon. Or or cradle in your arms. <laughs> I like to think of them. <laughs> yeah. Pillow. Like uh, putting it across a shoulder, hanging a, on to it, nuzzling it while they go to sleep. A memory foam cuddly. Yeah. Body pillow. It's like a pillow girlfriend. <laughs> Build your own DIY pillow oh, girlfriend. Travel pillow, yeah. like on the airplane. Yeah. You're just like, I'll just make my own thing. I um, hope there's someone out there that's like drawn a face on their dreadlock. Like... Yeah. Gross. Uh, uh, should we talk about why dreadlocks are gross on white people? Or that it's racist? They're not actually dreadlocks at all when it's... they're on a white person or most white people mm-hmm. because our our white person hair doesn't lock the way that African hair does. It just it mats. So it's a totally different thing than actual dreadlocks. And um actual dreadlocks are not gross because it's the hair's natural texture and they can be undone pretty easily. And mm-hmm. so they 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 are usually very clean and washed and mm-hmm. Um, whereas white person dreads, uh, cannot exist while being clean and washed. So, um, not only are they physically gross, but they are culturally gross. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because black people have 
uh, have dealt with a lot of shit for a long time for having dreadlocks and then for white people to appropriate them and benefit from whatever social capital or like financial capital they're able to create off of the dreadlock or dreadlock industry um is big dread big big dread couldn't resist um that's that's hugely insulting to all of the people who have been oppressed because they have dreads or have been um have been trying to make their hair look more like white person's hair in order mm-hmm. to assimilate into our shitty culture for so long. So, yep. Um, so if you're a white person, don't get dreads, or if you have them, uh, cut them off. And then squeeze the liquid core out <laughs> and film it. Like go, I girl. Bet so- oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, I did my own food one. Sorry. <laughs> use that the next time I tell that story. Go girl. Like oh god slick to the core <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so fucking gross yeah well i was gonna say on that same note like there's no there's so many things that like happen with cultural appropriation but like i can't think of a bigger slap in the face than like i don't know if anybody like read books like the bluest eye or like thing like there's so many people talking about black women especially we're told like you have to straighten your hair you have to wear wigs and then to like all of a sudden see fucking kylie jenner with like dreadlocks and whatever those those other little hair art things i don't know what those the are baby called. hair yeah the like baby oh, hair yeah, things yeah, yeah. like doing that where people have been told that for just oh probably over a century that their hair is wrong um, than to see somebody be like, oh, this is cool. Like, I can't think of anything that would make me more angry than that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or, well, probably besides, like, slavery would probably make you more angry than that. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, not cool. Not cool. On another note, let's talk about eating hair. Uh. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, so I did some research on bezoars, which... Um, I'm gonna. We talked about these in one of our first episodes, I think the second one, um, because they're a thing that is created in a lot of animals. So we talked about them when we were talking about mm-hmm. tonsil stones, because they're another sort of stone that that you that bodies can make. But please expand. Yeah. So actually, <laughs> I was gonna talk about this later, but I'll talk about it now because you brought it up. The animal thing. So one thing that I really want to uh, see at some point, which apparently. There are museums and stuff where this exists is in places like Prussia. Um, there was a tradition of gilding uh, bezoars, like, <laughs> and like, like particularly like from deer and stuff that they had killed um, to eat. And they would find these bezoars like in their stomach and then they would like make almost like Fabergé eggs, like little like Whoa. holders for them and like ornate them and they were said to have like magical properties and people would wear them on pendants and on rings. Um, Aren't they supposed to protect you from magic? Oh, protect you from magic? Maybe. I think that's part of what I read before. And that's why people would wear these like amulets with yeah I don't I want to call it like goat puke in it but I guess yeah they basically they don't crystallized really goat puke <laughs> and they used to say that they used to say it was crystallized deer tears mm-hmm. but it wasn't <laughs> it was like 
stomach acid. Yeah, and... or like weird things that they like if a yeah. like things that can cause it is like if maybe the animal ate like a pit of a fruit or something like that oh. and then it starts to just like oh. collect hair. Yeah, like collect things. It's not only hair that <laughs> yeah. can create basoars, it can kind of just be like stones in general from like garbage that your body doesn't really know how to deal with. Wow. Or if it if a ruminant eats something that's like too woody or doesn't yeah. digest, that can do it too. Like a like a owl pellet. Kind I, of? No, I think they naturally create yeah. pellets. Yeah, they barf them back up. Yeah. That's oh. all the stuff that an owl can't digest. It's just like, bleh, I'm done. Yeah. But is it kind of like that, though, but it Maybe. stays in their stomach? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm visualizing it, and I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> gross and really cool. But ruminants <laughs> are not usually um, omnivores, so uh, I, I don't think that there's too much in the way of other animal yeah. content right. inside of them. So, yeah, and not like bones and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but I know that um, huh. animals like deer are, like, they will scavenge. Like, they will mm-hmm. eat dead birds and mice and stuff that they find. So I'm sure somewhere there are basoirs with bones in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, there like there's a ton of different kinds of basoars, and actually one of the other things like humans or animals can get it from is bubble gum. Um, uh-huh. So that thing where they always told you not to swallow your bubble gum, yep. that would be why. Um, no indication that uh, Kraft macaroni and cheese causes basoars, but I don't know if anybody else's parents like told them that Never. it was like really bad for you to <laughs> eat. No, my parents made it for us like once a week. Oh. And when I went vegetarian and had to start cooking for myself, I would eat it, like, every day. My parents are kind of hippies, and I think they kind of made stuff up about processed foods, like, that it was going to kill me. The only thing I wasn't allowed to eat because it was too processed was Lucky Charms. Oh. Oh, man, I was so sad about that all the time. (laughs) And then you proceeded to eat them as soon as I moved out for, like, half of my meals. (laughs) <laughs> I can go into all the different kinds of basoars. So, um, so the ones I was talking about are just, uh, they call them food balusas. How do you say that? Do you see that? Balusas? I wanted, I wanted to say food blouses, but that's apparently not what it is. Um, balusas maybe? Boli is the plural. Um, so when food gets, uh, yeah, basically turns into a stone, that is what it's known as. And then you can also get a lactobezoar, which is, uh, from breast milk. Um, yeah, in, 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 inspissated, I, this is going to be me not knowing how to pronounce anything, which is like thickened breast milk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so cheese. Uh, maybe <laughs> breast cottage cheese. Yeah, uh, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so babies can get that. Um, you can also get pharmacobasoars, which is from drugs. Um, so sometimes when people have overdoses from like pills oh. and stuff, they I can... think it also is like if you like if the um, capsule of a pill doesn't totally dissolve, oh, yeah. it can form around that. Ah, that uh, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, you can also get them from plants um, and um, unripe persimmons. Huh. <laughs> Specifically persimmons. Yeah. Um, unripe, you yeah. said? Oh, okay. That's what it says. Um, can't digest them. Maybe it's too ripe. fibrous. Yeah. Like, too, too fibrous. Ooh, maybe. A, a diospirobasilar? Yes, that's the persimmon one. 
And you treat them with Coca-Cola? Um, yeah, and then the last one is the best one, the tri, tri- I'm going to say this wrong, Trichobezoar, Trichobezoar, Trick, Trichobezoar, mm-hmm. which is a human hairball, Yep. Um, which is often caused by what is called Rapunzel syndrome, um, which I think is too apt of a name, really, um, <laughs> which is when people um, will eat their hair uh, compulsively. And its actual name is trichophagia, and it's associated with trichotillomania, (laughs) Uh, which is uh, (laughs) obsessively pulling your hair out. And so often people will obsessively pull their hair out, and then they will eat it. And if you do that, it can cause um, a hardened ball of hair inside your stomach and usually can't be removed any other way but surgery. Um, I don't know if people, like, poop them out ever, but that sounds kind of (laughs) grody. I think they can if they're, like, small enough and it goes through the system. Yeah, because, like, the act, the the little, like, sphincter that goes from your stomach to your intestines is pretty small. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty easy for big stuff to get stuck in your stomach because it just doesn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like mostly like this is similar to like an OCD. So it's not really a funny condition to have. Uh, I was trying to figure out if it was similar to like pica where like you have maybe a vitamin disorder or vitamin Deficiency? deficiency. But it seems like it's mostly just in the realm of, like, an OCD. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was somebody with, like, a 14-pound bezoar Mm -hmm. that they had to remove surgically. That's like a big-ass baby. Yeah. 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 14 pounds? Yeah. I actually knew somebody that had uh, trichotillomania. Really? Is that how it's said? Something like that. Trichotillomania? Trichotillomania. Say that ten times fast. Yeah, I know, right? But yeah, I I believe it's just like basically brought on by stress or something of that sort. Mm -hmm. It's Um, like a tick. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And this person had the entire like top part of their head was tiny, tiny, tiny patch of hair and like little like tiny sprigs of hair. And then they had like this massive comb over you would actually never know it because of how well they hit it. Oh. And then, yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's pretty really impressive rough. to I see was that. Watching a BuzzFeed video where this girl talked about how she had it and she pulled mm-hmm. out her pubes. Uh huh. Mm. So painful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I don't think she ate them, though. <laughs> oh man <laughs> um you can have uh trichophagia that manifests to where you eat other people's hair wow yeah there was a uh what was it called uh the my strange addictions where a guy was eating his uh drain hair that his dead no father no. had left in the drain. It's like the final oh. gift for him. Was yeah. And then he started like eating everyone's drain hair. It's interesting how that starts because it's uh-huh. usually brought on by something like that, like a yeah. death. Yeah. Like somebody literally was eating someone's ashes on that show. Yeah. And there was somebody that was eating cornstarch because mm-hmm. when she 
unfortunately had a miscarriage with her son. Or no, her, like, two-year-old son died. Mm-hmm. And that's what she would eat when she was pregnant with him. So, like, she just continually ate cornstarch, mm. like, by the spoonfuls. Yeah. So, yeah, that's interesting yeah it seems like every episode of that show it was like i have no idea why i did this yeah i've only been doing it since i was sexually assaulted and uh my dad died in the same week and you're like Uh okay so i think maybe (laughs) complex ptsd might play a role in this like (laughs) but why read for drain hair though like i just want to know like literally the science in your brain like behind that yeah so weird yeah like how do you develop a taste for that? I... <laughs> Seeing that episode, like, actually caused me to have, like, a weird phobia of dry hair. I yeah. have a lot of questions about it, but I really don't think I want to know the answers to them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Barf buckets here. Yeah. <laughs> Ask away. I want to be like... Do they let it dry out? First no, no, he did not. Whoa. That's and he worst. would like put it in between his fingers and like feel it and like touch oh. his face with it. Oh, like all the scum and everything else uh-huh. from the drain. Oh. I'm just thinking about my shower curtains right now. How they really need to be replaced slash yeah. cleaned. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, That's now not think good. about like fishing into that drain and just like plopping that in. No, nope, no. <laughs> I already thought about that. I have, yeah, like not that I want to. <laughs> my shower drain is such that I do have to like really reach into it with my yeah. fingers mm-hmm. and grab stuff out of it, and this ugh. Yeah. This is gonna be hard to shower this week. <laughs> yeah. It is one of those things where like when uh. I have cleaned my shower drain out, and you know when it like doesn't stop and it just like keeps yeah. going, and yeah. I imagine if you like are eating drain here, it's like when you eat a mozzarella stick and it just <laughs> <laughs> like you just yeah. can't. Yeah, you, like, can't drink it all the way. I know that happens with cats. Totally. Like, my hair is really long, and sometimes the cats will, like, pick up one of my hairs when they're, like, cleaning themselves or whatever, and you watch them, and they get that look on their face Uh where they're like, nope, I just gotta keep swallowing until it all goes (laughs) down. And I'm like, I'm sorry, my hair is, like, a foot and a half long. (laughs) They're used to, like, a fourth of an inch. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but it does come out in their poop, so, I don't know. Because you can see, like, different pieces of poop all strung together on the long, long hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Chili ate, our cat Chili ate, uh, like, a embroidery floss at one point so we had to like inspect all of his poops to like make Make sure sure that the embroidery floss had made its way out and yeah same deal it like kill it's like a like beads on a necklace christmas garland (laughs) um i really want someone to buy me bezoar jewelry though uh that would make me really happy you said that the first time we talked about it, and I, I went and looked it up, and it is so expensive. Yeah. Out of our budget. We're going to have to get sponsored by somebody really rich before we can Can we do get that. sponsored by whoever deals Bezoar jewelry? No, because I don't think they make very much money either. <laughs> oh, too hmm. bad. I think um, sales are few and far between. 
but <laughs> what else does a Bezoar jeweler sell? <laughs> I think that's what I, I want to know. Oh, probably. <laughs> I was looking fossils, gemstones, yeah. petrified wood. Oh yeah. Um, there's all kinds of other things like fossilized eggs from animals. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what a I weird. Would... Specialist thing uh-huh. to collect. <laughs> I would imagine they also probably sell like um, Victorian hair art. Oof. Oh yeah, like like morning jewelry. Yeah, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Good hair dolls. I I yeah. if I had a bunch of money, like if I was like born into money, that's probably what my job would be. It would be like selling oddities. Like yeah. I would just <laughs> like buy weird shit and be sweet. Have a store or something. I think that's kind of all I have for lovely hair nuggets. <laughs> Except, yeah, I was kind of um, stunned and disgusted to find out that Coca-Cola is often used uh, to break them down. Mm-hmm. Um, be, so that makes me want to never, ever drink Coke. Yeah. Not that I really do anyway. It's yeah. super acidic. Yeah, it's really fucking gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was a kid, my mom put one of my teeth that fell out in a cup of Coke overnight, and it melted completely away <gasps> by morning. Oh, God. Yeah. Are you sure, or did she just take oh. it out? Oh, no, no. That's a real thing. There is, like... Mm, I know, but I just, you know, moms. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is going to rot your teeth out. You'll see. see? Yeah. <laughs> like, but... maybe it only half melted, and she was like, I got to hide this. Yeah, maybe. Like the charade. That, that would have been enough, even if there was, like, a tooth nub floating around and, like... Yeah. Coca-Cola uh. with tooth cream, which is what the... Oh, it oh. had like a... Like, it, like, like a fizzy head? <gasps> yeah. No! Like, like a white head and then... So I want to try that out. I'm going to get some kid's teeth. <laughs> Are you going to drink it? <laughs> no, I won't I'm drink I'm going to get some kid's teeth. <laughs> I'm going to get some kid's teeth. Just wait outside Columbia Elementary and be like, Hey, kid, hey, you kid. got any teeth you want to give me? <laughs> I'm the tooth fairy. <laughs> Just put on some I wings. got a dollar for you. <laughs> <laughs> that story is actually so creepy when you think about it. Yeah. Some yeah. lady breaks into your house, yeah. gives you a dollar for your face Thanks bones. Thanks for the teeth, kid. What did she do with them? Yeah. Like, Science experiment. Yeah. A she goes and dissolves teeth. them. She, she sells them on eBay with her bezoars. That's where the teeth jewelry is coming yeah. from these days. Tooth it's like bezoars. the tooth fairy saved long enough. <laughs> Maybe she... That's like a thing now, teeth jewelry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I have a friend who made a wedding ring out of one of her, her out of her fiance's baby teeth. Oh no. I don't love anyone that much. No. Well, that's creepy. Yeah. She dumped him before they got married. I think oh, she well. kept the weird ring, though. There you go. Fair. <laughs> I think I love myself enough that I would make a ring out of my own teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But someone else's teeth. I don't Did know. Did your parents save them? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. My mom is, like, a low-key hoarder. Yeah. So it's mine. Where are my baby teeth? I bet they're around. Yeah, they're probably rotting in an <laughs> attic somewhere. Yum. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I do wonder how much hair is in my stomach. Yeah. Because not only do I like cut hair, but I blow dry mm-hmm. and like little hairs must you know, that's gotta come at me at some point and I'm like yeah. breathing it in and like talking. 
Yeah. I definitely get hair in my drinks mm. and food a lot oh, of times. Oh, there's so... It's I've everywhere. ingested so much cat hair. Yeah. Do you think that does it? Oh, I hope so. Because it lands in, like, everything I drink and eat. Yeah. That. And I feel like there's... There, I notice it. I, I try to fish it out when I notice it. But yeah. I'm sure there's so many times I don't. Or that I just inhale it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes my cat falls asleep on my face and I wake up and she's almost killed me. <laughs> she's just like, eat my hair. Yep. Sleep tight. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let the tooth fairy get you. <laughs> Don't forget to air out your basoars. <sighs> and your vagina. <laughs> Unless you have crabs. And then keep that puppy wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,